I'm Michelle Broadbent and welcome to your Business Boost podcast. Join me as I take you behind the scenes to show you what it's really like to build a successful business. I'll be sharing practical tools, advice and insights that will change the way you work. So if you're ready to boost your business and your life, let's get started with today's episode. Hello and welcome to today's Your Business Boost podcast episode. I am going to be bringing you a very special guest today who is going to give your life a great big boost, especially if you, like so many women that I see through the work that I do, but also just in my life in general, who are burnt out overwhelmed. I know that there are so many of you. I see it all the time. And my guest today is someone who sees this through her work and is really on a mission to do something about it. Dr. Ali Young is on a mission to help mums reclaim and reset their health and inject more joy into their days. How is that for a mission. Her work is a really beautiful blend of neurology, research, her experience as a health professional, and her own motherhood journey. Uh, you may have heard Ali's name before. She is the founder of the very aptly named Unfuck Motherhood. And this is um, a community that she's created online, but it's also like a resource hub and just all round support to women all over the world. And what I absolutely love about Ali is her real talk. Like she doesn't bang on about how we're failing and how we just have to change our habits. And like she knows just like I do and and you do as well, that this is really easier said than done. And what I love so much about our conversation today is that she shares really simple, actionable strategies that we can start to use to inject more nourishment, more movement, more connection and calm into our lives. You're going to love Ali if you are a woman who is stretched thin across all areas of your life, whether you are a mother or not. Uh, you're really going to enjoy our chat. So please meet the fabulous Dr. Ali Young. Ali, I am so happy to have you here today. Um, we talked earlier about the reason why I got you on here is because there is just this universal phenomenon that I see not just with the women that I work with one-on-one, but like my business buddies and my girlfriends and all the other women in my world, they they are just exhausted. And um Often what I see when I do start working with with women, um, they have fallen a little bit out of love with their business because they are just so exhausted from doing absolutely everything themselves. But when I start to peel back the layers um, and get a bit more of their backstory, it's really clear that they've kind of fallen out of love with their whole life. And I'm I just it makes me so, so sad that that. There are so many women like this, and I know that you see this, and it's why yeah. I got you here today. So, uh, 
how how is how is how has this happened? How, how has it got, how has it gotten to this? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The dichotomy I think that we're seeing at the moment is that we have got uh, women who have these beautiful concepts and ideals and values that are driving their sole purpose. And then we have a society that doesn't necessarily support women in a way that nurtures those goals and values without relieving them of the mother load or the woman load that happens at the same time. So we're ending up basically in a state of burnout. And there's lots of books about burnout. And burnout can be full burnout where you're on the floor sobbing and uncontrollable, uh, unable to function. Or burnout can happen a little bit like a frog in a pot where you jump in the water, which is the start of the business, and you're like, oh, this is great. And then it just warms up a little bit and it warms up a little bit more until all of a sudden you're getting boiled alive in this pot that you've created of stew around yourself and you're already in it so you can't get out of it. And that's where women are finding themselves at the moment. And, you know, we can look at Australia as it is at the moment and COVID and lockdowns and that's just added another litre of boiling water in, I think, on top of what was already happening before that. Yeah, yeah. And it's just it's too much, isn't it? It is just all of it. Yeah. It's too much. Way Um, too much. Yeah. So... So what do you think is, I mean, you know, that the, the, the fact that you said like, you know, about the, the sole purpose, that, that I guess misalignment with, with yeah. what society is expecting of, mm. of us. Now, I know that you could probably write 20 books. On this, on this subject, I'm um, nearly finished. One. <laughs> I know that you're working on one, yeah. but I'm sure you've got so much to say. So, so you know, obviously, you know, the women that are listening to this right now, um, what words of support do you have? Like, what, what, what the hell can we do? Like, how can yeah. we stop this other? pandemic essentially yeah. because yeah. that is that's that's how that's I what see we're it. facing yeah, yeah yeah I'm seeing it as like a, a health emergency that's emerging slowly out of it and it's because mm-hmm. we aren't given tools and skills but we also aren't given the space to find those skills within our day so what I like to do is look at we've got to look at our pyramid of transformation. So we need to look at the baseline of our source and what makes us and our identity and who we are. And then from that, figure out our beliefs and our value systems and then put the skill set with that that matches that. Mm -hmm. The problem is that entrepreneurial women have so many identities and so much value that we have the skills, but it's like there's an element of time management in there. There's the navigation. How do we actually make all of this work? Yes, I know the theory. Um, And so then we have to look at, well, there's five core areas of health that drive our pillars of health in our world. And it's not just health is in, do I have a cough or a cold or can I sleep well? And they are parts of it, but it's even down to the point of acknowledging that in a very busy world, we need to make space for calm and thoughtfulness and mindfulness, because when we create space, we create a vacuum that allows our bodies to function the way they're designed to. Because our brain's neurology isn't designed to just keep going and going and going. It's designed to rest 
and then go again and then rest and then go again. So, um, yeah, I love to see my mums who I work with to really just start with who they are and what they stand for and then go, okay, so in these five areas, so nourishment, movement, thinking and calm, sleep and connection, if we can get a handle on those five things, it allows everything to balance. And there's always areas that balance more than others, um, like that are, you know, we have seasons in our life. Yeah. So at some point in time, at the moment, we're probably not getting any calm space. If we're mm. at home, we've got the kids there, finding that time we're tired and the only time is 10 o'clock at night when the rest of the house, well, I want to sleep then. I don't yeah. want to focus on meditating and being mindful. Yeah. So how yeah. can we... <laughs> Get that into our day somewhere as well. That's part of the minefield too. Yeah. And so do you Do you have, like you mentioned before, like we, we haven't got the tools. Like have you yes. got Have you got some tools? What are some magic tools in your toolkit, Ali, that, yes. that, that can help us um, make sure that we, we cover all those, those aspects yes. of, of the yeah. pyramid? Yeah. So the big one for me was recognising when I was starting to shift into overwhelm. So it is that I'm waking up between 2 and 4 in the morning, so I feel like I go to bed good and I sleep and then it's like, bang, my brain wakes me up. And that's an indicator that my cortisol isn't coming low enough before bed, so then it's rising too early, Mm -hmm. so then my body thinks it's morning time. It's basically a sign of stress. So when that starts to happen, the biggest tool I do is stop coffee. Ah, um, which most all day long, all like, day for like three cool. to five days. I know, okay. <laughs> um, but what that does is that gives my adrenals a bit of a rest because I find that's an indicator to me. I'm getting up, I'm having coffee, and I might have another one later on, and maybe yeah. I'll have another one later on. And so I'm wow. driving this physiology to produce all the time. So mm-hmm. my body thinks it's not allowed to rest. So then when I go to rest, it says no thanks. Um, I the other thing and I'm like I'm not doing months on end I have done that but I find if I do three to five days it's like a little reset and then I'm good to go back again got it okay that's good okay you've heard it here we don't have to do we don't have to stop forever that's no way that's that gives me hope thanks Sally um (laughs) the next thing I like to do is really deep belly breathing Mm -hmm. um deep belly breathing actually stimulates what's called our vagus nerve and our vagus nerve is comes out of our brain stem at the top of our neck. It's what actually gives us that gut instinct feeling. It controls our digestive processes and it is calmed down and sends safety signals to our brain that the world is okay when we breathe slowly and deeply into our stomach. So just imagining you can do it in a few ways. I love box breathing. So you just imagine there's that box in front of you and you breathe in for four, hold that breath in for four, breathe out for four, hold the breath out for four. And if you do two cycles of that, your whole body will just be like, ah, and it steps you out of overwhelm. Love it. Um, The next one I like to do is find something fun to do for five minutes. So it might be pull your partner into the room and have a quick shag. It might be, (laughs) I think we all need to do more of that. It might be put some daggy 90s hip hop on, which is my most common 
phenomena is loud music and lots of dagger dancing it might be step outside and weed my garden for five minutes because it just barefoot grounds me to the earth Mm -hmm. it just gets my hands in some dirt and I'm completely changed out of what task I'm doing and that finding something that brings me joy actually hits the reward centers of your brain that makes your brain go oh life is okay because I'm doing something that I'm really joyful about and the more frequently we can fit joy points into our day, we actually expand our brain's ability to access joy, which is a really cool thing. And then that lowers the cortisol and then that yes. enables us to have that better night's sleep because exactly. because I love it, the look like finding the joy points throughout yeah. the day. That that is our mission to find those yes. little pockets of joy. Little pockets of joy. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't all have to happen right before we go to bed. Except no, 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 no. This can happen at any time in the day. You'll catch me in my practice literally lying on an adjusting table doing belly breathing sometimes. Like if I know I've like rushed through my morning, scoffed my lunch in and then realised, oh, I didn't chew well, I didn't digest that, I need to like calm my system before I get into a busy afternoon, I'll lie on my adjusting table, hand on chest, hand on heart and hand on stomach and just do like five cycles of breath work. I get up and I'm like ready to go again. Yeah. Um, Sometimes it's an energy shift. Like I play soccer in the front yard with the kids before school and it's Mm -hmm. just a couple of minutes, but it's fun. It moves my body, which gets me to the next point, which is the movement element, which is, I think, again, the two things that we disregard when we get busy are looking after ourselves through movement and social connection. And they are two primary elements that we need when we're in the throes of this pandemic of busyness that's happening. Yeah, I love that. And I'm um it, it, I am all about the like the importance of connection. It is one of yes. my most highest values. Like I mm. I just I know how incredibly important that is um just for my own sort of sanity and my own joy, right? I, yeah. I just it's so so important to me. And and right now I am struggling because <clears throat> I can't physically connect, connect with all the people yeah. that I, I love connecting with in yep. um, in real life. So you know obviously yep. trying to do that the best that I can in other ways. Have you got some little strategies for us to inject some connection into yeah. our lives as super busy mums and business owners? I think that for connection, one of the good things is that if we know our values, we'll naturally do things where we'll meet other people that will naturally do the things that we love. Mm -hmm. So for me, I'm lucky where I am, central Queensland. We've had three weeks of lockdown this whole two years. So I've been able to continue my life. But all of my best friends are living very far away from me. And normally our connection takes place at conferences, which are not happening. So it's a lot of phone calls and Zoom calls. And it's been it can be so easy to just be, oh, it's just another phone call. And I think making time to actually do it is really, really important and make sure that we nearly schedule that connection in. I'm doing Friday night drinks with girlfriends Mm -hmm. on Zoom and stuff like that, which we would never do before, even though we still only saw each other every three or four months. But we're now like, no, we need to do this to keep that connection up. And I think joining groups and things on Facebook and stuff like that where you've got similar values as well as a really important thing and people that understand the hardness of what's going on at the moment um, where you can have a vent and you can just be like, whoa, um, 
Yeah, and I think they're the the key ones. Yeah, yeah. finding your like-minded people and just yes. having them near you however you can have them, whether it's yes. yep. through technology or in or real life. If you in can real life. That happens. Something else yep. that you touched on earlier too, Ali, was about um, sort of, that that inability to put us to prioritize ourselves and put yes. ourselves first and you know yep. i will hold my hand up and say that i am you know one of the i'm i'm an obliger by nature so i constantly yep. put the needs of other people before my, i will do something if someone else needs me to do it over yep. something that i should you need be doing to do. for myself yeah yes so um can you just like how we know this right like this yes. is something that you know I know this about myself yep. a lot of the women that I work with have this same issue yep. we have we know it but how do you use your superpowers <laughs> to actually get women to take action okay yes. so <laughs> I think that there's a few things it gets back to understanding what we stand for so if we know if something is right for us or if we know what's right for us and what we are trying to achieve then mm. we can look at it and I through the lens of what's happening right now and before we say yes we can am I putting a lens of well I'll do this because it's the right thing to do or am I putting a lens of I will do this because I really want to do it or will I do this later and it comes just out of practice like being able I'm an obliger also and um I'm yeah I definitely am sucky at boundaries at times and when I'm more stressed I'm way worse at boundaries yeah we we late we just let ourselves just run right yeah 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 yeah. and and so I find looking after myself and making sure that I am still my number one priority even though I've got eight and six-year-olds and a husband who's a 40-year-old child as well we still (laughs) need to um make sure that we're on our level because then that gives us the strength and the fortitude to say no I don't want to do that but also knowing what we stand for and who we are, I think, is the other big part of that. I used to say yes to every conference I got asked to speak at until I went, actually, I don't need to go to that one anymore. Or And so I'd say no and I'd have a bit of FOMO because I'm a yeah. big person. I don't like missing out on anything. Same, same. Yeah. And then I was like, actually, let's look at this. You could spend that weekend writing your book or going on a hike or doing something that is on a higher level on my value system at this point in time. So that's okay. But I'd have to really sit myself down and have that talk. Have a good talking to. So let's see, everyone, see, Ali is not perfect. We're all a work in progress when it comes to this stuff. And I think that's really important for us to know because so often, you know, we hear, and look, I bang on about it all the time. It's like boundaries, boundaries, prioritize yourself, make yourself priority. And yeah, look, I, I am I do often have to give myself that really stern talking to us. Like, hold on, Michelle, what are you doing? Why yeah. did you just say yes to that? Why are you doing that? So um it's it's good to hear that that yeah. you know, oh. everyone is is like that as well. Yeah. So um, and I think it's self-worth. I think that as yeah. women, we I'll jump on my patriarchy bandwagon for a yes, second here. Please do. But we <laughs> we 
have ingrained in us over the last few generations and the research tells us it happened right from when the women had to work for the men in World War II, the men came home, they didn't like that the women could do their jobs. So they actually created a good wife, good mother concept is someone who stays at home and they did ads about this, about are you a good mum looking after your family? So it perpetuated this constantness that the good wife stays home Mm. and she looks after the children and that's her most important job and why would you ever want to do anything else and so then for us to ask for time away from mothering parenting be it to go to work be it to meet our full life's purpose be it just to go to the bloody gym we Mm. have to ask permission Mm. because we have this ingrained well our worthiness for that time can't be as important as me looking after my children and so that's where the dichotomy comes in and another way of looking at it is when you're pregnant everyone applauds you for looking after yourself well because you're growing a human inside you the second they're born you're not applauded for looking after yourself because you should be looking after that child as the number one priority Mm. so yeah it's definitely something that we have to be very cognizant of when we're looking at our health and our level of overwhelm and how to feel strong within ourselves that it's okay to say no or mm. yes to different things. Yeah. Do mm. you feel hopeful that 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 is shifting? Like can you say or do you think I, that because, uh, you know, I've got daughters I and I would love to think that I am, uh, you know, that I'm sort of trying to model some kind of different, you know, this sounds horrible, yeah. but like different to what my mother modelled to me. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I'm hopeful of that too. And I feel that, and I don't know if I wear blinkers because the people I surround myself with are aware of it, Mm -hmm. but I do feel like there is a shift and a change. And, I mean, I live in regional Queensland, so if there's anywhere that's going to be slow to shift and change on a misogynistic (laughs) outpoint, I think it would probably be up here. And I feel like there is definitely a shift and a change coming in it, Um, but it is slow. And it's a consciousness. And I think the consciousness we bring to our parenting and our showing up in our power for our daughters is going to create that next generation that just sees that as normal. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. I love that. And I love that, that, you know, the important work that you do around Mm, that for us. Yeah, I think it's just so relevant in today's age. We can't keep doing what we're doing because it's just doesn't work. It doesn't work. Doesn't work. Um, Ali, I always like to ask my guests to leave our listeners with a recommendation of something that they've read or watched or listened to that's going to give them their business or their life a bit of a boost. Um, What would you like to share with us today? Well, (laughs) I actually listened to something this morning that I have already messaged my husband about told three girlfriends and so it's a podcast on uh no filter with mia friedman oh yes and fro yes and i listened to that oh, oh my god isn't it oh incredible? my gosh yep. i'm gonna listen again with a pen mm-hmm. and paper because mm-hmm. i think mindset is so important for us as business owners and the way that he frames the conversation is a really beautiful way that someone who is trudging through the mire of the current times can Mm. sit and have that reflection point, I think, 
It's really, really important. And it's suitable for mums and it's suitable for business owners and people who started it because they wanted the flexibility and have found themselves in the boiling frog. And so we just really, yeah, I think that that's a really beautiful and it's a good 45 minutes. Like it's yeah. a walk on the beach. It, 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 well, and it's actually that's where I listened to it. I, I yeah. was doing a walk on the beach on Monday morning and it was so it was, it, that's how I started my week this week um, oh. with listening to him. Yeah. Um, and he's he's great. I mean, I uh, it was actually Liz, Liz Nable who I think yes. me- yeah. mentioned him first and I um, then, yeah, came onto my radar and I was just like, oh, my God, where has this guy been? Mm. And now I sort of feel like it's like, you know, you buy a red car and you see red cars everywhere. Oh, yeah. I feel like he is everywhere right now and rightly so yeah. because yes. um, he's got he's got a lot to say but it it makes such beautiful sense and yeah. um yeah, yeah so no that's great I will I will put I'll pop a link to that yeah um, in, awesome. in the show notes today yeah. um Ali you have just been incredible thank you so much for sharing no with um our listeners I know that there's going to be some great takeaways and they are going to want more of you in their lives so <laughs> how can people connect with you after today's episode yeah so they can um listen to my podcast which is called I hope we're okay you can swear Swear away. Okay, great. It's called <laughs> Motherhood Unfucked with Dr. Ali Young. <laughs> I think I do need to change that next year. Um, do you and get, I, I cannot. Sorry, I need to interrupt yeah. with a business question. Do you get? Do you think you get penalised for that? I mean, I know it's not spelt out. The, the, yeah, the way, I think that there think might that... be elements of it. Yeah, yeah which is one yeah. of the reasons I'm going to change it. Yeah. Um, it worked for its purpose, which was to shock people into yes. thinking about it, and yeah. now. It's, yeah, time to shift it. Oh, so my oh. website is Dr. Ali Young. So Dr. Ali Young, um, A-L-I-Y-O-U-N-G.com. And mm-hmm. I've got resources on there and um, I do webinars generally monthly, but I'm finishing a book off at the moment. So my next one won't be probably until November. <laughs> Have, have have we got a publication date for the book yet? Or April next not? year. April next year. Excellent. Yes. Where yes. We, we'll, we'll get you and back it is on in a April. Book for working mums. Brilliant. So, yeah, awesome. and about all the things that we spoke about today. Oh my god, that is! I can't yeah. wait for that. And um, I know that our listeners are going to get in co- in contact with you, and yeah. we will all be ready and waiting with bated breath for that for that book in April. Ali, thank you so, so much for joining us today. And Thank you for having me, Michelle. I've loved it. Thanks so much. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Thanks for sharing some of your day with me today. I hope it's given you a little boost. To continue the conversation or access any of the resources mentioned in this episode, visit michellebroadbent.com.au. And if you want to give me a boost, you can hit subscribe and be sure to tell your friends. Speak soon.